Hello. Hello. I sound like shit because I just woke up. <sighs> well, well, I say I just woke up. I mean, I woke up when the kids got up this morning, but then uh, Spence let me sleep in. I was wondering why you weren't here yet. Well, I mean, I was like, oh, I'm going to drop the kids off at school and then like I'm going to wake them up because I'm up that early all the time. Yeah. No, I rolled over and it was 12.06. I mean, 10.06. And I was like, holy <laughs> Well, I've gotten so used to waking up early now that. Oh, God. I'm we up. don't sleep in my house. So so I went to sleep at like 2.45. Uh, like I can't, like the night before I, last night was like 2.45. The night before I lay down, I was so tired after I, I restarted Welcome to Plathville. Have you? I have only seen the first episode of that. Oh my God. Okay, you have to watch it. So I started that. So I didn't go to bed till like 11.30. We'll lay down. Then I couldn't sleep. So I cleaned out. I cleaned off all of the mantles in the house and all of the built-in bookshelves. Yeah. And like bleached them down so I can go ahead and set it for Christmas. Like I did that at 12 o'clock. Yeah, well. Wait. And then I watched TikTok bingo. TikTok Li- bingo? Okay, bitch. I am addicted to live live TikToks. Yeah. Bingo. I will watch somebody play bingo for hours. I Even <laughs> if I'm doing something, I turn it on and listen. And I watch people... Fishing. Bingo and fishing. Yes. Oh my God. It's a it's a problem. But it, it, that's why I'm not sleeping at night. Well, um, maybe because we bingo's should. late night. And also I I've been driving everybody crazy. I want to play bingo somewhere. Because I love what, bingo. I love bingo. Okay, but nobody there's no bingos around here. Not even in Athens anywhere? No. Hmm. I wonder if it's because of COVID. One says permanently closed. Like, these people go to bingo halls where there's bingo every night. I used to go with my grandmother. Okay, I want to go. Okay, we'll find somewhere. Can you find somewhere? Yeah, we'll find somewhere. I really want to go. Okay. You promise? Yeah, because I love bingo. I love bingo. But I would feel weird going in there by myself. No, I will go with you. Or then I thought, so my wedding planner came over yesterday while I was working. Uh Uh-huh. And I told her I would like to have, uh, like, she plans parties and stuff. Yeah. I would like to have a bingo party. Oh, I, yeah. Right? Like, everybody buys in, like, 40 bucks or whatever. And then we set up tables and have a real person doing bingo. And you win cash prizes. I would love it. What? Right? I would love it. Okay, so you're in. I'm in. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, cool. Okay, sorry. Hello, I'm Haley. Hello, I'm Beth. <laughs> Welcome to Just Another Murder Cast. Yay Jam. Yay Jam. <gasps> okay. All right. So, listen. I got some shit today. Yeah? I've been... Like, I was going to record the story while you're at work and just let Jordan listen, but it's f***ing wild. Yeah. So, I needed you here. Well, I'm excited. I have a good one, too. Oh, my God. Mine's wild. But Beth and I's schedules, we're on a one-income family now. (laughs) Yeah, we're both one-income family. Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) It happened to Beth before it happened to me, and now I'm a one-income family (laughs) and with these two kids. Man, y'all. Oh, my God. I'm f***ing tired. All right, comments. Anything else? I just keep interrupting. I sound terrible. You don't sound terrible. It's fine. Um, but like we're happy to be back. Oh my god, yes. I yes. guess we're gonna be a one or two, um, <laughs> one or two episodes a month. We're trying. Podcast. We're <laughs> trying. Um, we're both on the struggle bus. Yeah. Um, my kids have been sick for like four weeks. Ugh. Yeah, and I'm literally the only one in my house that doesn't get sick. I think that, I think it's a thing. Yeah. What what blood type are you? Oh, yeah. A lot of people with O blood type don't or with O don't get sick or I mean, don't get as sick. 
I don't understand. You got that good blood. I got that good good. Yeah, you got that good good. <laughs> but seriously, like, it's the craziest thing. Like, you know, after Spence's last surgery, so I, I don't know if we've updated since he's had his knee, his shoulder, which has been wonderful. And then one of his, um, so in his accident, one of his teeth chipped in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but which kind of held it out, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe two weeks ago, it started just like, he was like crying about it, right? Mm-hmm. But Parker also had hand, foot, and mouth. Mm-hmm. So, disgusting. Yeah. So then, um, I finally get him into a dentist on this Monday. They mm-hmm. pull the tooth. And it's in the back. They pull the tooth. And then, guess what? Finn has hand, foot, and mouth. But after one of his surgeries a couple weeks ago, he got stripped. Both kids got stripped. They both got hand- Parker got hand, foot, and mouth. Then Finn got hand, foot, and mouth over Halloween. Spence got his tooth out Monday and has been crying ever since. And then Finn just went back to school today. Oh. So, like, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. How am I the only one over here that does not get sick? And I am in these motherfuckers' faces 24-7. It's because you got that good good. Mm. Mm. I swear one of my kids has O. I think that ha- Spence has O. Okay, but Spence is a... Bitch. Mm. <laughs> He's a baby. Yeah. Men um, are like hypochondriacs. But your kids don't have that immune system built up yet. That's, I mean, that's kind of their job right now is to get sick all the time. So they build their immune system up. Especially with all this COVID stuff and all the hand washing, which hand washing is great. I'm not saying don't wash your hands, but um, the hand washing and the hand sanitizer and everything, it kind of screws up their immune system. We're terrible at that at my house. Well, I mean, they're good about it at school. The I don't know Finn's classes, but like Parker, mm-hmm. they have a sink in the classroom and they make them wash. And then, oh, okay, so you know Parker's class closed down, yeah, because of COVID, yeah. And then did we talk about this on the last one? I think so. And then she went back for two days. They closed for a week and a half, right? Yeah. And then she went back for two days. Then she got hand, foot, and mouth. So that was another week that she was out, and you still had to pay the whole time. Yes. I'm like. I get it. I get it. It's a business, right? Like, I get it. But, like, what the f***? $600? $600 and my kid can't come. Right. While so, they were closed for COVID the whole time, you should have been fucking bleaching the whole thing up and down. I, I get it. But at the same time, childcare is so expensive. Mm-hmm. And you want me to pay $600 for my kid to come there, mm-hmm. but they can't come. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah. Like, I feel like there should just, especially right now during COVID... Um, you know, like if your kid, we talked about this the other day, one of our friend's kids got sick. He's in middle school. Middle schools have figured it out now. Mm-hmm. If they have a headache or if they cough, they have to go home. The parent has to come pick up the kid. Okay. So like what are parents supposed to do that? Like can't leave. I'd be every day. I'd be like, mom, my head hurts. It, that's what they're doing. And so my head hurts. They, the parents have to leave work. Like so parents are like losing hours and losing money because you have to go get your kid. That doesn't make any sense though. And Parker has figured out if you tell her to do something and she doesn't want to do it, she'll say, my back hurts, my stomach hurts, or my throat hurts. Yeah. And, and then they call me to come get her and I'm like, she's lying. She yeah. does that when I tell her to clean up. Yeah. Like what are parents supposed to do? So I just, ra- <laughs> I just watched this TikTok. It was really funny. About it's this girl that tells stories and I love how she tells them. 
And she's like, when I was in fourth grade, me and my two friends decided we didn't want to be at school that day. Is that the dark-headed girl who's like, yeah. how did I swing my husband? Yes. Oh, my God. I, I love, love her. her. Yes. Okay. Um. So she was like, so I had this... Uh, or like this older kid nine-year-old told me that if i sucked on a penny it would um, make our mouths hot and give us like a fever or make it seem like we had a fever because they had sucked on a penny she goes so my friends were first the first girl goes in no dice no fever no nothing back to school we're back to class second one goes in no no fever no nothing she's like my anxiety is going (laughs) she's like so here i am just sucking away on this penny because surely this advice that I've gotten from this older kid that I don't know is accurate. Mm-hmm. 110% accurate. <laughs> so she's like, my, I go in and I'm like, I'm going to lay it on thick. I'm not just going to pretend like I have a fever. And she starts listing off all this stuff. I'm nauseous. I've been throwing up. My stomach hurts. My this, my that. And this doctor or the nurse um, puts the thermometer in and she has like a low grade fever. And she's like, it was probably just because I was so anxious at the time. <laughs> um, the nurse calls her home. Mom comes and picks her up and tells her, no, you cannot take her home. She needs to go to a doctor right now. You need to take her to the hospital. She's like, I spent three days in a hospital. <gasps> Did she swallow the penny? No. She oh. was just trying to get out of it. And they thought she had appendicitis. <laughs> They were trying to figure out what was wrong with her. She's like, I was just kidding. And the doctor was like, she said that the doctor was really pretty. So she called him Dr. Ken. And she's like, Dr. Ken, like I was joking. I, I like, I don't have anything. I was just trying to get out of school. And he's like, I know all the kids that come here are really nervous. <laughs> That's some shit that would happen to Parker. <laughs> they having to pay a hospital bill. Like, we can't do that right now, boo. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Your appendix is going to have to burst. You're going to have to hold on. Go <laughs> yeah. um, to Aunt B's house and she will cut it out for you. Okay. <laughs> you show that child up here. I'll be like, okay, this is my child now. <laughs> yeah. This is my Parker. I didn't want this one, Haley. Yeah. I wanted the other you one. Gave, you gave me the wrong kid. <laughs> wrong kid, Haley. Wrong kid. Um. Okay. So also a few things. Um. If you're a sports fan, um, if you haven't been keeping up with Georgia, like, what are you even doing? Um, the, yeah. Um, if you like, if you're not a sports fan, what are you even doing? Um, go dogs, number one. Um, and also, that's like, are you, that's all you talking about? Braves. Let's talk about that beautiful team real quick. Hmm. I heard they did a little thing. They did a little thing called the World Series they, last they, night. They did it, which has been okay. I'm so glad. That they won. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with my night times. I mean, maybe sleep, but you know, weird. Why? Would but you these do that? 8 p.m. games that last four or five hours, man. Holy shit! Yeah, I didn't. We do can't it. be. We can't be doing that. I didn't do it. It in gets the first into place. like the third inning, and it's like 10:45, and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do for seven more innings? No, six more <laughs> innings. <laughs> six more innings. Y'all could have seen her face <laughs> trying to math that out. <laughs> oh my god. Whoopsies. Um. So yeah, it's been fun, and I'm excited to watch the dogs. Um, this is the longest on. intro ever. Well, listen, it's been a while, and I like our intros. Like, we just need to have one episode where we just chit chat. Also, okay. I made friends with this TikTok person that was supposed to come on and give us a whole rundown of the Gabby Petito case because we've had people talk. Like, I've had people like, "Why don't you cover that case?" Because I am. There is so much to that case. Yeah, there is. That like we cannot like. So they were gonna give us like a. Gabby Petito case for dummies kind of thing. Yeah. Quick intro. But like now he's like made it to like superstardom. 
Oh, now he's a big deal. So yeah. We're not big enough deal. No. I don't blame him. We don't have time. <laughs> I know. No, I was just going to do like a, like a over the phone thing and like record yeah. it or figure out. I tried to get his app where I could record our phone call and just ask him questions. But like, it's a lot. So yeah. if we can get to a thousand on TikTok, I can actually duet them and record that. So maybe we need to start doing TikToks because we haven't done one in a long time. Yeah. So, um, I, that's what, that's what I would like to do that, but that is a big case to cover and there's too much going on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough and there's too much to even like try to learn. Yeah, there is. So, okay. Sorry. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll stop talking. Yeah. You keep saying that and then we keep talking. Oh, but I want to have an episode where we just like chit chat. Maybe we can uh, chit chat after this and do a, um, bonus episode out of it. Yeah, we still have that bonus episode that never came out. I know, and we owe them all from last month. That so. uh, you s- were supposed to ep- edit that one. I've been busy lasering things. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I don't think there was much to edit on that one though, because it was just one. Hell no, I'm fixing to just post the whole thing by itself. You should. I I will. Let me do that. No, no, after no, this. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get distracted. <laughs> okay. All right. Rock paper scissors. This bitch. Am I right? Am I on? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't we have a list. Yes, you do have a list. I printed it for you. Oh, okay. Let me find um, it. But I didn't, we, I, we haven't done any of this in order. So, yeah, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors now. <laughs> no, wait, warning. Oh, yeah. Warning. Wait. Um, We love Jesus, but we cuss a little. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Colorful language. This, um, this is also about, um, it's a murder. Yeah, dead things. Yeah, someone gets, someone gets killed. Someone, um, Gets uh, unalived, mm-hmm. retired from living. <laughs> <laughs> I want to think of a whole bunch of those. Yeah, <laughs> unalived, retired from living. Um, permanent sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as good at you. like. I'm not like funny like you are. You know, like, you got that quick wit. <laughs> no. Um, and so like, don't listen with your kids. I mean, or or do or do I listen to podcasts with my kids? But do you listen to murder podcasts? Yes. Yeah, that's but my kids don't listen. First of all, Finn is gonna not any care about any of it. No, Parker has already committed eight (laughs) murders. She's (laughs) planning this out now. (laughs) Parker's like, "Um, you know, (laughs) I've listened to many murder podcasts. Yep, I now know what not to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. She's like, oh, um, let's go to court. We listen to every episode. Got it. So my episode is going to be a good one for Parker to listen to today. Oh, good. I'm not in real life. Is like, it like Chucky? <laughs> <laughs> or like children that kill? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Right, you ready? Let's rock, paper, scissors. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, yes. All right. So that means I go first, right? Yes. I don't like it when you win. It really brings down my uh, win streak. I don't care about going first. I just care about not winning. <laughs> um, I'm I'm excited. I have videos with mine. So I have already posted a video um, on Facebook as a sneak peek. Did you? I did. Um, but we will post the videos with it because... <laughs> that good, huh? Yeah. And I'm going to let you listen to them. Okay. Fucking crazy. Okay. okay. Your turn. Sorry. Okay. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. We're going. Wait, long. pause. Can we talk about this new thing that I've been doing? It's like a tick. I go like this. 
What's wrong with you? I don't you? know. I don't know. I just <laughs> suck air through my teeth. Okay, go ahead. Sir. All right. Where's Jordan? He's on the phone. You can't hear him. He like screams when he's on the phone. Yes. Yeah. I have noticed, but I actually don't hear him right now because my head drives goes. me crazy. Screams on the phone. He also screams at me if we're in restaurants, and I'm like, everyone can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it down. And like, we'll be talking about work, which is not appropriate for most people to talk about while they're eating. And I'm like, <laughs> Jordan. Hush. <laughs> Do you see her guts are all over the place? She's shit everywhere. Right? I'm like, uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Enjoy your refried beans. <laughs> there were maggots crawling around all in her food. <laughs> we're going to go to uh, 1956. We're going back in time. Back in time. Back in time. I mean, really, it's not that far. No. Okay. We are going to talk about a, a lady named Sharon. She is 16 years old. Okay. And she meets a 22-year-old. Never good. Gross. Yeah, gross. 22-year-old James Kind. Well, I mean, then if you think about it, yeah. if a 22-year-old was dating a 26-year-old, not weird. You know? No, like, it's just 16. the teen part. That, oh, I thought you said 18. Okay, no. Yeah, 16. that's weird. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out there. Got it. Okay. So, 16-year-old, she meets 22-year-old James at a church Mormon function. <laughs> okay. So, if that doesn't tell you anything, mm-hmm. um, they dated until James starts college at Brigham Young University. Okay. Um, parents are not very fond of Sharon. By the way, have we ever talked about soaking? I think I've heard of that. Is that like a... um? It's where you want to continue to be a virgin. So, you... <gasps> yes! Oh, my God! I heard about it. Put it okay, in okay, okay. you don't move. Okay, um, I, I heard that on somewhere. Okay, please explain. This is what Mormons do, yes. correct? Please explain yeah. to them what soaking is. So soaking, Trigger warning, don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to still be a virgin, and it's not like the backdoor trick. They literally put it in. <laughs> like the backdoor trick. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good trick. But they put it in, so like he inserts it, and then they just lay there. There's no movement. He just, they, like, the couple just lay there. Um, okay? You just soak it? You soak it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gross. You ready to get grosser? The words, um, okay, I think I know what you're about to say, because I think I saw this on something. Okay. All right. So, soaking, he just sticks it in, nothing else happens. Mm-hmm. Jump soaking. Okay. <laughs> Why are you telling about last night? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan just came in. He hasn't been in an episode in a while. We missed yeah. him. So jump soaking is where he sticks it in. They don't move. Mm-hmm. But then you have a good friend come over. Wingman. And jump up and down on the bed <laughs> to give you friction. <laughs> <laughs> I got y'all. If y'all need help or something, I'll be jumping on the bed. <laughs> All right. So that's jump soaking. And that's what um, BYU is known for. Soaking. Brigham Young. Okay. Wow. Okay. Mormon thing. I mean, like, does it get soggy like you've been in a lake or a bathtub for too long? Does your penis get soggy when you're in a bathtub for too long? I mean, not that I ever pay attention, but the other thing, too, is that it's like skin's kind of pulled tight when you have an erection, too. You've heard it here, everyone. (laughs) Penises don't get soggy in the bathtub. Where, Where are we? Cut that out. 20, 20, 20, the very end of 22. Oh, God. I'm not even in the microphone. So oh, my God. 
<laughs> you get the the muff burn. We are <laughs> the carpet burn. <laughs> we are. You need to shave a little bit down here, Betty. <laughs> we are twenty four minutes into this episode and have read oh, a we're paragraph. At, we're at twenty four. Well, now we're at twenty three oh. and a half. Okay, you're, you're twenty. Scary movie when he takes the hedge climbers. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> I'm gonna need all the yard tools. Okay, okay. I'm focusing. And, and cut. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. We are a paragraph into this whole murder. Okay, so BYU that BYU is known for soaking. Yes, they are. And jump soaking. Jump soaking. So you can stay a Mormon. You can stay a virgin. You can stay a virgin. It's like a drunk night with your husband when you pass out. <laughs> just pity it and lay there. Neither one of us want to move. Just lay there. Yeah. Call your friend. See if he'll come over. Get the big one. Right. He weighs 500 pounds. He'll be good. Oh, we got, my God. We got, we got a memory foam mattress. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> jump yeah, jump soaking was good until memory foam mattresses <laughs> came out. You can jump up and down. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go, Beth. You have to leave that in. All I'm saying is, oh, I'm totally instead of jumping on the bed, they just push you and your partner up and down. I mean, but that's a workout. (laughs) (laughs) It's like doing CPR. Yeah. Yes. I grab his hips, you hold her shoulders while he goes back and forth. All right, all right. So okay. I don't know that these two ever jump soaked. I don't think they did because while away at college, James receives a letter from Sharon. She says she's pregnant. I mean, that's a jump soak gone wrong. That's <laughs> like, yeah. oh, God, I should have pulled up. So not very Mormon of them. But is it his or? Okay. She says it is. Okay. She's 16. How many people do you think she's sleeping with? I mean, she might have. She, she might have. Yeah. She, she soaked around. <laughs> <laughs> she soaked in everybody's tub. So, um, they get married October 18th of 1956. Okay. On, at 16 and 22? At 16 and 22. Okay. But on her marriage license, while they're at the courthouse, she tells them that she's 18 years old and she's a widow. And they ask her, like, you're 18. How are you already a widow? And she said that she's been married to a man, but he died in a car accident. So she lied, like super lied to get married. I don't know that it was to get married. I don't know how old. But I wonder if they're like, oh, she was already married. So we don't have to have her parents consent. But she said she was 18. So you don't need your parents consent then anyways. Okay. So there's no point in this lie. No, there's no point in it. Okay. Um, So the pair leave. They, they were living in Independence, Missouri. But they leave Independence for a while um, so that he can, like, finish school and things like that. But they settle back down, and James takes a job as an electrical engineer at um, Bendix Aviation. Sharon, you know, she was pregnant, Mm -hmm. claims that she miscarried the child. It was all a lie. It was a lie to get married. Mm -hmm. Like, her friends say... Yeah, her Mm -hmm. friends say that she wanted a man. Like, she was ready to get married. She wanted a man to take her away from independence like she was tired of that she wanted a better life so i guess she thought that it was james well honey you have to wait for him to finish school before you try and trap him right so <laughs> what if she had like wrote him like three years yeah. later and he's, she's like oh, i'm pregnant he's like bitch i ain't seen you in three years, she's <laughs> like, seen you in three years. i've been pregnant for a long time i'm just getting to have a kid oh my Let god me go steal one <laughs> <laughs> she has a miscarriage or she claims to have a miscarriage but they do um 
they do have a little girl in the fall of 1957. A year later, they have a child. Oh, my chair did not move like I expected it. Okay. <laughs> they do have a child, all right? So they do have a child. Um, while James spends all of his time working night shifts, he works hard. He works night shifts. She's, but, like, an engineer is good. Yeah. Like, he's got good. He makes okay. good money. But Did he ever finish college? Yes. And then they moved back to Independence. Remember? Got it. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So, um, did you have a kid? <laughs> okay, oh I'm focused. Longest episode okay, ever. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Okay. So while James is working night shifts, Sharon spends her time shopping, and she's wanting to put off the persona that they are like super rich, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you love when people do that and you're like, "Bitch, you broke." Right? We know. Mm-hmm. We know. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, like tries to put that off when shopping no longer satisfies her needs. She takes to sleeping around. She sleeps around with multiple men. No, girl, go back to shopping. Um, by the time she's given birth to Cheaper. her second child, which is a son, she's having a regular affair with a high school friend <gasps> named John. He's in high school? Her high school friend. Oh, she met him in high school. She met him in high school. Okay, okay. You know what the problem was? She tried to get married too young and missed out on having, like, her, you know, college fun. and then, Yeah. Yeah. How old is she here? Um, that would have probably been like eighteen. So she's like so starting. So she's her, still still young. Yeah. Yeah, she's young. She's so she's starting her hoe phase now. Mm-hmm. So March eighteenth of nineteen sixty, James okay. becomes aware that you know she's been cheating on him. So he goes and tells his parents that she they talked. She agreed to give him a divorce. All she wants in return. So they're getting divorced. All she wants is their house, a thousand dollars, and their daughter. Like, the daughter just, for good? Like, I just want everything. But remember, they have two kids. <gasps> Bitch. Right? <laughs> yeah. She wants the house, $1,000, and the daughter. But but is the other one hers? Is that, really? <laughs> How do you know? Oh, my you don't, God. You can't tell. That might be her step. She it's, might not have had that kid. Okay, so she doesn't want the boy? She doesn't want their son. She just wants the girl. Oh, my gosh. That poor baby. <sighs> But then was he like, okay, I'm going to get, if he says yes. So he's told his parents this, right? Yeah. His parents are like, no, we're good Mormon people. You need to stay married. Oh. So he goes home. No. March 19th, Mm -hmm. 1960. Mm -hmm. Sharon tells us she rushed into the bedroom where James is sleeping after hearing her daughter say, how does this thing work, daddy? Followed by a gunshot. There, she found her two-and-a-half-year-old Dana on the bed holding a twenty-two caliber semi-automatic pistol. And James has a gunshot wound to the head. Um, he was dead before he got to the hospital. There is so many people killed by f***ing 22s. Yeah. It's amazing how many people. I think, like, most murder that are heard with a gun is twenty-two caliber. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. Um... The police don't do any tests for gunshot residue. When you said, how does this thing work? Not what I was going to. Not what I was, I was not thinking about. A gun. <laughs> when the two and a half year old says, I'm gonna how say does this thing work? I was going to say, is a two and a half year old. I mean, I, I was I thinking know. like, this is about to get real scary. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, at the same time, I did think that too. Cause I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, is he abusing her? That's what I thought. Okay. Then, All right. Okay. Yeah. But, but I, I didn't do it. Was it? And but I no, it's better. She. It was a gun. Well, and she I, shot him. So. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> well, I believe that. She had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. I believe. Right. I believe. She, now she's trying it. to flip. Okay. Sorry. Cancer. We're, we're stopping. It was cancer. We're stopping. 
We're stopping. Okay. She's looking at us like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, we're good. No test for gunshot residue is performed, and the police are unable to get prints from the gun because it had been recently cleaned and was so well oiled. This is the 1960, like 1960, though, so like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So when they ask multiple people, neighbors, family, everything, people confirm that James often allowed their daughter, Dana, to play with his guns. And in a test later on, like police came over, gave the little girl a gun that was similar to the one that killed her dad and said, can you pull the trigger? She was able to pull the trigger multiple times and put the safety on and off. So it was clear that she like. Do you think that test would ever fucking go on today? No. I mean, like, did they give her a real gun? Yeah, they gave her a real gun unloaded. Okay. Load, the, load the bullets into this magazine, rack it, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, Russian roulette. Everybody run. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they ended up putting, like, this wasn't a homicide, or it wasn't a homicide by a two and a half year old, but they say that it was an accident. Please take the gun into evidence. They don't return it to Sharon, even though she's requested the gun multiple times. And she collects um, $29,000 in life insurance. What is that today? I did not do it. Oh, okay. Um, sorry. So. And that, that was 19. 29000 in 1960. Okay. Go ahead. I'm listening. So Sharon, you know, she needs some way to protect herself. So she has a male friend buy her mm-hmm. another gun. It's a 22 automatic pistol. Um, and she gets upset when he tells her that it's registered in her name and requests that he changes it to someone else's name. She doesn't want it in her name. Uh, of course she doesn't. It uh, $29,000 in 1960 is about $269,000 now. Well, you know. Yeah. Live it up, sister. All right. So that was the story of Sharon. Okay. We're going to talk about something different. Are we okay over here? I'm getting in. We're just switching it up? Yeah. New story. New story. You ready? Okay. I believe the stories are related. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. That was it. We forgot how this podcast worked. That's the know. whole story. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. So now we're going to talk about Patricia, but, hmm, Patricia. Patricia and Walter Jane, Jones. Where are they James. from? Um, they, I don't know where they're from originally. They're high school sweethearts. They get married. And then soon after school, Walter joins the Marines. When he's discharged from the military, the couple move with their two children to... Independence, Missouri. Independence, Missouri. Okay. In 1960, Patricia works as a file crook for the IRS, and Walter works as a very successful car salesman. But the two begin fighting as Walter works late nights. With Sharon. May 26, 1960, Patricia doesn't come home from work after the pair had fought the night before. Is she dead? May 27, 1960, Walter files a missing person report, and when asked why he didn't report her missing the night before, he tells them that he thought that she had stayed gone just to teach him a lesson, you know, because he works late nights. I figured he would have said, she's looking for my twenty-two caliber pistol that is also missing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Walter doesn't leave things to the police. He calls around and looks for Patricia. He talks to the couple that she carpools with. The pair tell him that while she was at work, Patricia received a phone call from a woman who needed to talk to her. The woman told her that um, Patricia's husband, Walter, had been cheating on her with the woman's sister. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So Patricia asked the so, cu- like the lady called and said, "Oh, your husband's sleeping with my sister. We yeah. need to talk." Yeah, we need to talk. No, <laughs> no thanks. That's good enough for yeah. me. <laughs> I believe you. Like, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she asked the couple to drop her off on a street corner, and nope. They watch her get in a vehicle with a woman. Nope. They describe the woman to Walter, and uh, from the description, he knew that the woman, or he knew who the woman was, and he called her. He um, believed it was a woman that he had met April 18th, 1960, when he sold her a car. He said that they had begun having an affair. He broke it off on the 25th after she told him that she was pregnant with his child and asked him to leave his wife and other children. Sounds like some real sharing behavior. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Walter contacts the women, the woman who told him that she did talk to Patricia. She met with her and said that Walter had been having an affair with her sister. She wanted Patricia to be mad at her or at Walter, but she didn't want Patricia to be mad at me. So, like, I'm going to tell you that I, my sister's... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting on the um, TikTok. So, if you haven't been on TikTok, follow us. Okay. I'm, she, like, she wants Walter... Or she wants Patricia to be upset with Walter, but not with her. So she's like, my sister's sleeping with your husband, not me. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. Right. So the the mistress says that she drops Patricia off near their house and that she last saw her speaking to a man in a green 1957 Ford. Now, first of all, I'm glad that she knew what year that Ford was because I can't tell you (laughs) shit now. It was a green car. You won't even get that. (laughs) (laughs) i'll get a green car i'm not getting the type of car i'm not getting anything other than that i mean like it had four wheels you'd say headlights it had some stuff you'd say a green vehicle Mm -hmm. don't know if it's a truck car yeah we'd be like like, what did it look like you'd be like i don't know i just saw tires yeah it had tires (laughs) i saw some black tires yeah you're welcome (laughs) you are welcome (laughs) so shortening Shortly before midnight on May 27, 1960, a man contacts police to tell them that he found the body of a woman. What? Yeah. He said that while he was at Lover's Lane, but by himself. um, (laughs) I was jacking it at Lover's Lane. You know, totally cool stuff to do. Um, He needed to go to the bathroom. So he gets out of the car, walks a little ways and relieves himself. But that's when he found a woman's body laying in the tall grass. Okay. Uh huh. The woman was dressed in a black sweater, a yellow shirt, skirt, and had been shot four times with a. You want to guess? Twenty-two caliber. Twenty-two caliber pistol. God, good. Um, one shot went through her abdomen, two through her shoulders, in a downward projection, like she was kneeling on the ground. And the fatal sh- wound um, was a shot to the head. There were powder burns on the hemline of the skirt that was right around her waist, which meant like she had been shot super close, right? Yes, close range. This woman is quickly identified as Patricia Jones. Oh, my God. So, police interview the man that found her. You want to guess his name? Walter? John. (gasps) The high school? The high school sweetheart. Oh, my God. They don't believe his story that he was at Lover's Lane by himself and that he just happened to find her by looking while he had to pee. And just having to find her. And he's like, no, I was with my girlfriend, Sharon, but she told me not to tell y'all because she was the last person to see Patricia alive. So, um, mm-hmm. he said that Sharon called him after Walter and her talked. And, um, she asked John 
to help her search for Patricia. But John's like, it was my idea to go to Lover's Lane, not hers. Mm-hmm. So while investigating the murder, they find a 22 caliber slug that goes through Patricia's abdomen. May 31st, 1960, Patricia is laid to rest and police arrest Sharon. Wow. They not only charge her with the murder of Patricia, but they also request that prosecutors change or charge her with the murder of her husband. Yes. After a man comes forward telling police that he bought the weapon, like the one that she had bought for her before, said, I bought the weapon after y'all confiscated the one that killed her husband. So they attempt to search like her house for this weapon, right? Yeah. But they can't find it. But they do find the box that it comes in. Mm-hmm. But they can't find the weapon. So they asked Sharon about it. And she's like, I lost it on her trip to Washington. Convenient. I was in Lover's Lane by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> lost it there. Um, and then she later tells them, she's like, I don't know what happened to it. It's just up in the finish. Look, I'm just disappeared. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. They do do that. Yeah. She was initially denied bail, but it was overturned, and she was released on $24,000 bond on July 18th. Bond for murder. Two counts of murder. Okay. I'm just saying. I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, the trial is delayed because, guess what? She's not lying about being pregnant, and she gives birth to a third child, another girl, on January 16th, 1961. Whose kid is this? We don't know. Okay. Maybe Walter's. Maybe John's. Maybe... Maybe Fred, the mailman. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Sharon is trialed separately for the murders of Patricia and James. During the trial for Patricia's death, the man that bought the twenty-two caliber police said that he shot the weapon into a tree prior to giving it to Sharon. So they, uh, prosecutors as well as the defense, go to the tree. They cut the tree in half, and they're able to find one slug that was intact but when they cut the tree to get it out, they cut it in half. What? Some Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just so happened that that was the one. Like, I think they would have been careful about can that. Can you imagine the person that cut it and have to like, oh, fuck. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's another one. <laughs> Oops. Nope. So, since it's destroyed, they can't confirm that this is the weapon that's used to kill Patricia. Holy shit. So, prosecutors say that Sharon killed Patricia after Walter ended their relationship, and she probably hoped that he would, like, return to her. Like, if his wife is dead, obviously. He doesn't have to yeah. leave her anymore. No. He can just be mine. Yeah. He's not going to be upset that I killed his wife. <laughs> you don't need her. <laughs> I hear I am. <laughs> the defense said that, told the jury that the weapon that killed Patricia could not be definitively traced back to Sharon. And so, after an hour and a half, the jury found Sharon not guilty, citing too many loopholes. Too many loopholes. Too many loopholes. Well, somebody would cut that fucking bullet. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So, the next year, the trial for the murder of James begins. Okay. Prosecution has a star witness. John. Okay. John tells police that prior to his death, Sharon had asked, would you kill my husband for $1,000? No, no, no. At least it wasn't 5000 No, but it's 1000 But remember when he said that, or he, she said that she would divorce him, how much uh, money she wanted? $1,000. Hmm. Wait, what? Way back at the beginning of this episode. Uh-huh. Actually, like 30 minutes into this episode, okay. but the beginning of this. Um, she agrees to divorce Oh, yes. Divorce. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got, okay. got it. Okay. Wait, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I remember. All right. Um, but John's like, no, she was joking. Mm-hmm. 
When asked if he still felt like she was joking now that he's dead, he says that she may have been serious. But, like, on the stand, he goes back and forth. Like, he can't decide himself whether or not she's serious or not serious. Or she can't. he can't decide, like, am I putting her away from murder or do I not put her away from murder? She didn't kill me. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. I'm still alive. Um, so, prosecution believed that Sharon killed her husband in order to collect his life insurance because she's going to make more from him being dead than getting a divorce. Correct. Um, she wouldn't have received anything from him if he divorced her after finding out about the affairs. Um, defense say, told the jury that they were not to judge because of her loose morals. Mm-hmm. She's a hoe. Where else? Can't. Was that in the last episode where we're like, we're not here to judge their character? Probably. We're, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but God himself will do that. Mm-hmm. Which that's actually the, the, the thing, right thing to do. Yeah. In a, in I, a, in a court case. Oh, that's tough though. Don't ask me to do it. No, I'll be like, no. I'll be, I'll be like, she's a hoe. She deserves yeah. to go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but James's death was an accident and not one that Sharon had caused, because you know the two and a half year old killed him. So after five and a half hours, the jury comes back with the verdict of not guilty. Guilty. Nice. Did they? Okay. Damn. Sharon's lawyer asked for bail several times. She's been convicted mm-hmm. of murder at this point, but they're denied. And eventually, not a flight risk at all. Right. <laughs> eventually, it gets overturned. What? Yeah. And Sharon gets bailed out by her brother. So some legal stuff happened. Blah 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 blah. It was found that the entire case, um, like some legal stuff, and so the entire case needs to be redone. Like they have to have another trial. Jesus Christ! Is that not court. like double jeopardy kind of thing though? It depends um, if there's air in the court. Findings. Yeah. Okay. I'm so sure you can find air somewhere. Yeah. On all cases, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, the second trial ends in mistrial after it was found that one of the selected jurors had used one of the prosecuting attorneys' partners in a case. So, like, he didn't use the prosecuting attorney; uh. he used a partner, and so it was mistrial. The third trial ends in a deadlocked jury that resulted in a second mistrial. Uh, what the fuck? The fourth trial is set for October of 1964, but Sharon's still out on bond. In September of 1964, she travels to Mexico with her new lover, Francis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be careful, Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she uses his last name when traveling, and but claimed that they had gone to Mexico to get married. <laughs> so she's already using his last name, but they're going there to get married. Um, okay. I need a thousand dollars and mm-hmm. one child. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. she doesn't feel safe in Mexico, so she makes sure to bring her twenty-two caliber pistol along with her. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and so, starting another new episode now. I know. I'm like, we're gonna start a new episode now. So in September, a new case. <laughs> <laughs> September eighteenth of nineteen sixty-four. Sharon leaves the hotel room without Francis and meets a man named Francisco, some other words, at a bar. She goes back to his hotel room with him, you know, to see the pictures that he wanted to show her. To Nothing soak. else. Yeah. yeah. No. They were looking at pictures. <laughs> at Lover's Lane by themselves. <laughs> but, you know, she's in his hotel room to look at these pictures, and then he makes a sexual advance. And towards her him. and she's forced to shoot him to protect herself she was only trying to scare him though she didn't actually mean to like hit him with the bullet 
She didn't mean to. But it went through his chest. So, like, the bullet wound to his chest suggests that maybe she was trying to hurt him. <laughs> so, so, after hearing the gunshot, a hotel employee, Enrique, enters the room. Like, that's some balls. You just heard a yeah, gunshot. Yeah, no, no, never run towards the shot. It is Mexico. Shot. That, never. like, happens every two hours in Mexico. Oh, no, no, no. So, he runs in the room. Never run towards the shot. So, Sharon freaks out. And shoots him in the shoulder. You'd be Jesus a great, Christ. You'd be a great first responder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Run away from danger. Yeah, yeah. We should all go this way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I know that house is on fire. Let's go over here yeah. where it's safe. Oh, you're hurt? Like, we gotta wait for somebody to get here. I'm not trained. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, he gets shot in the shoulder. She uh, runs from the room, but locks her inside of it. Um, <laughs> police believe that Sharon went to the um, hotel room to rob Francisco. When he resisted being robbed, she kills him. She says, that's not true. I only wanted to scare him because he made advances towards me. And I only shot Enrique, the hotel worker, because um, he was coming to attack me. You know. Um, This sounds like the woman who would use, like, racist slurs through this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like that damn beaner. He got in there. He was just trying to feel my goodies, that stupid <laughs> tan skinner. I love that she has a southern accent. And she is oh, not her name is South. Karen. Yeah, it's, I <laughs> mean, sure. it, it's Sharon. Yeah. It's Karen. Sharon, Karen. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Karen is Sharon. Yeah. All right, so Sharon, or police arrest her. When they search her purse, they find 50 bullets, you know, because she was unsafe in Mexico. Yeah. A search of the hotel room results in even more weapons and um, bullets being found. They run ballistic on all of the weapons found in the room. And guess what? The 22 comes back to five different murders that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it matches the weapon used to kill Patricia. <gasps> but she's already been acquitted of this murder, so she can't be trialed again. Double jeopardy. Yeah. So Sharon is trialed for the hotel shooting in the summer of 1965, and she's convicted on October 18th and sentenced to 10 years in prison. In a Mexican jail, by the way. This is in Mexico, <laughs> not in America. Pharma. Her appeal results in the judge lengthening her sentence from 10 <laughs> years to 13 years. Like, her appealing pissed the judge off so much that he added three years to the sentence. You know what? <laughs> Fuck yourself. Oh, <laughs> right? my God. And she was, again, using racial slurs right towards the judge. Right, <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know what? Oh, Attack another five years God. on this. Right? All right, so... We're going to fast forward about five years to December 7th, 1969. Sharon's in this Mexico prison, right? Mm -hmm. She's found not present for the 5 a.m. roll call. (gasps) So they had like family day and they could come and watch like a a movie and there was a blackout during this. Um, So then at 5 p.m. she's not present for the roll call. So later on, I think it's like nine, she also fails to be present for roll call. So the guards finally decide to report her missing wait hold when on when you say roll call i want to be like roll call my name is sharon yeah, and i'm a killer yeah but what shocks me is they're like sharon oh she's not here i'm sure she's on a toilet or something we'll yeah. get her next time Check later <laughs> check, we'll yeah. go ahead check that one so at nine she's not there and they're like oh she hasn't been here twice i wonder what's going on with her we should let the guards know or we should finally like report her as missing 
So December 8th of 1969, Mexico City finally is made aware, or Mexico City police is finally made aware that she's missing at 2 a.m. At 5 p.m., she goes missing. That's she's just, noticed That's when they're noticed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at 2 a.m. the next morning, they're like, oh, yeah, one of our prisoners who's on trial or who's, who was found guilty of murdering a man has killed two people in the United States and then shot another man while he was here. She's missing, but I'm sure it's not a big deal. You know what? I, I do sympathize with her because... I would not feel safe in Mexico even more now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, potential killer. We'll just let that one go for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So um, a manhunt is started, and they focus on the area where a former inmate and friend of Sharon had lived. Like, So she met a friend in jail. That friend was released. So they focus on like where that friend lives. Like, Let's not focus on the area around here, and let's just go to that friend's house and be like, is she here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, American authorities are alerted. Because, you know, she's from America. And they believe that she might try to come back to America. Because, you know, she's not wanted in America. An investigation into her escape shows that they... She probably bribed guards. They let her escape when the blackout occurred. They let... She let them soak. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think she let them do more than soak. <laughs> um, and she's then, pregnant again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, um, it's also found that a door was left unsecure... So she slipped out through the door, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Police investigations show overall the security at this prison sucks. And it's a wonder that other people had not escaped. <laughs> Everybody else is like, God damn it. I could have just turned the light switch off and gotten out. Right. Yeah. All this like, time. I've been in here doing what y'all told me to do. And I could have just walked out of the fucking open door. Cool. Like, Close your eyes. God. <laughs> I can see it now. Just like, look over there. Mm-hmm. Run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so rumors fly around about how she escaped mm-hmm. because like people are like, no, someone had to help her. So it's anything from a prison guard to a Mexican secret service agent, her own mother, and even the man of the family that she killed <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> they came and helped her escape. But then in retaliation, they killed her. Well, it is Mexico. Or she did. <laughs> a manhunt. The manhunt officially ended December eighteenth, nineteen sixty nine. So, like ten days after she escapes, uh-huh. they believe that she's entered into Guatemala. <laughs> Out of our hands now. <laughs> so, but guess what, guys? It's oh. it's okay. She's in the United States. The bond for the murder of James, because you know she was out on bond. Mm-hmm. That's how she got to go to Mexico. Um, it's revoked. <laughs> Whoa. Good job revoking her bond. Oh, my God. Okay. When she fails to show for the fourth trial in the murder of James, they issue an arrest warrant. Oh, that's that's nice. (laughs) Good luck. The arrest warrant is still active. What? So it's been over 50 years. She did now, right? I don't know. I mean, 50 years. She was, what, 20s? Yeah, she was in her early 20s. So 70s. She could still be alive. So this makes it one of the longest standing warrants in the United States. Oh my God, we got to find her. And that's my story. I don't want to find her. She's going to come after me and be like, bitch. We, we can get the dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. What? Yeah. So a lot of people think she's dead because nobody else has ended up murdered. <laughs> well, that we know of, right? She could have changed everything. 
she could be in Guatemala just murdering <laughs> everybody. A, a um, I want to know what she looked like. I have pictures. And then like, I want them to do like an eight. Do they have like an age progression picture somewhere? I don't. I didn't see any of those, but I, we can look. Okay. Maybe. Wow. Oh my God. I want somebody to find her. So she kills three people and escapes from Mexican prison. So you know all those times they talk about how prisons in Mexico are so bad. <laughs> apparently, yeah. apparently they're yeah. fine because you yeah. could just go like you don't like it, you just leave. It's fine. Just yeah, leave. So. It's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? This just doesn't fit me. So I'm just gonna step on out, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thank right. you. Thanks. Uh, it's been great, but <laughs> I don't like it here. Um, <laughs> it's not really that fun. It's not very nice. The food sucks. The be- <laughs> the beachfront is terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, that was good. I want to know what she looks like. Yeah, well, um, we'll figure it out. Um, well, you know what? What? Speaking of twenty two calibers, mm-hmm. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wind up on the murder cast. Get your shit from deadcrowdefense.com. They believe in defending the weak by putting more firepower into the hands of the good people. The good people. They have hoodies, sweatshirts, and the... Uh, yeah, they do. They have <laughs> they those do. things. And they have the long sleeve shirts, too, by the way. Yeah. That I've seen. And I like... You know, I love a long sleeve t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So, for all your cooler weather, get all of that. Uh, why not bundle up in Dead Crow Defense to keep you all shape and warm? That's right. Um, they have ammo in stock, so get you some while you still can. Let's go, Brandon. They still have <laughs> my favorite hairbrush with a knife inside, so just in case someone tries to act up while you're doing their hair. You should follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Dead Crow Defense. They're always doing free giveaways, sales, and promotions. They even tell us they have some big news coming soon, so you're going to want to stay up to date with that by following them on social media. Use the code YAYJAM at checkout for 15% off all items. YAYJAM. YAYJAM. One day I'm going to be able to get through a commercial (laughs) without fucking it up. (laughs) You know, at the same time, Haley's Ratchet Salon is only missing a knife packing hairbrush. Not only do you get the hairstyle Haley wants, if you don't agree with it, yeah, right. I need to sell those in the salon. Like, don't you guys worry. I got a brush. It's got nothing inside. It's got nothing inside. I got nothing inside. All right. This is some shit. Yeah. So I have my videos that I'm going to at least play. Let me make sure I have them set. All right. So you can at least hear, hear some of it. This one's titled Grandma Don't Play, though. All right. Did you read it? No. Okay, good. I didn't print it until today either. Oh, okay. So um, I'll tell you where I found this at the end. Okay, February 11th, 2014. Fucking Parker. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Grandmas don't play, though. February 11th, 2014. I got to sneeze. February 11th, 2014. Fallbrook, California. Excuse me. Listen, now you know. What? <laughs> Are you about to sneeze know. again? <laughs> no, now she knows how annoying it is <laughs> when you two sit over there while I'm trying to tell a damn story. You're just such a good storyteller. Uh, <laughs> Haley's not a good one. <laughs> Fuck off. Nobody <laughs> listens to this podcast for me, okay? 
They only listen to this podcast for Haley, and they're like, we'll deal with Beth. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Fallbrook, California. Okay, hold on. I gotta start. Grandmas don't play, though. Grandmas don't play? Well, I feel like I've heard that before. Uh-huh. Mm. Do you know the date? February 11th, 2014. Fallbrook, <laughs> California. The local sheriff's office was notified about possible gunshots in the neighborhood. A fancy neighborhood, that is. A fancy neighborhood. Correct. Who goes shooting in fancy neighborhoods? Um, I don't even know. I think the monkey's dead. Yeah. Okay. So, this wasn't something people around here were used to. One caller said, I could hear what sounded like gunshots. I opened my window and I hear what sounds like a man saying, help me, help me. As soon as the sound comes out of her mouth, another gunshot rang. The caller said, ah, I just heard the shot again. And I think I have, do I have the call? No, I don't. Okay. Um, the same was happening with another neighbor called into 911 as well. The callers and the dispatchers were just counting shots. It was scary. Like to be counting shots on the phone. Yeah. No, thank you. Yes. Okay. Like they're like talking to him and they're like, oh, there's one. There's two. It was uh, Mm. all deputies. Oh, not all. Mm. As deputies pull up to the house. As deputies pull up to the house, a trail of blood led them to the victim. Laying on the floor was 53 year old Gerard Estacchio. If I'm saying it right. Clearly shot to death. When, okay. When police notified the family of what happened, most of them have an opinion on what happened and who did it. Gerard's brother, George, first believed it was Gerard's older son who was a recovering drug addict. The victim's mother, her first thought was, it was that woman. That's the first thing she said. Okay. But what did she mean? Yeah, what woman? We'll get there. When police were trying to establish a person of interest, they wanted to, of course, start with the family. And they were informed that Gerard's mother-in-law, Cynthia Cedabaca, lived with the family, but they weren't able to locate her initially. Finally, they located Cynthia at her favorite coffee shop in town, celebrating her birthday, and brought her in for questioning. When the questioning started, Cynthia acted completely surprised about what happened. Yeah. They said, your daughter Laura's husband has passed away. She said, huh? And that's what she said. Huh? Huh? They said, he's dead. She started crying, stunned that this could happen. They continued asking questions about what she thought of Gerard, but her answers were not very pleasant. She literally gave them a thumbs down. <laughs> like, thumbs in down. The, <laughs> the, like, literally, she went thumbs, thumbs down. down. She told them that he was so mean to the family. He was mean to her daughter and to the kids. He would spray her with a water hose when she was smoking. And that just pissed her off. Police then asked Cynthia if anyone could have stopped him. And she said, I did. I did. I was guilty. Is he dead? He's got to be dead. I hope so. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Investigators were like, what the fuck? So they pressed her for more answers as to what happened. What was the final straw? Well, here's what happened. He sprayed her with the water hose and it just really pissed her off that Pissed day. her off. They were supposed to go to their granddaughter's spelling bee that day. When Cynthia walked out, Gerard told her, you can't go like that. It looks ghetto. And she was pissed. <laughs> okay. So she went to her purse, grabbed her gun, and shot him. 
So she went to her purse, grabbed her gun, and shot him. But she was just getting started. After the first five rounds, she went to her car, reloaded, and went back into the backyard looking for Gerard. She found him trying to crawl into the house and get away and started shooting again. Damn, it really pissed her off that she said he looked, (laughs) or he said she looked at him. Five more times. But guess what? The bitch wasn't done. Okay, wait. Does her gun only hold five bullets? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? What gun only holds like a, it's like a 38? Uh, depends. Most revolvers will hold six. But yeah. Some will go to five. I mean, you can go to them when they only have one. Okay. So it just depends. She went back to her car and reloaded again. Dead Crow Defense. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go to deadcrowdefense.com. Call, um, ask their customer service. So That's right. Call them. They'll answer that. So she went back to her car and reloaded again. Went back into the house and unloaded five more bullets into her son-in-law. So this is 15. Police asked her, how many times do you remember shooting him? She said, 15. <laughs> no, I'm serious. She sounds ghetto as hell. <laughs> her voice was so harsh and so angry. Like, she did not give a fuck. Twelve of those vol- bullets went into Gerard. They then so asked. she missed three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. point blank range. Yeah. <laughs> and then they. Grandparents shake a little bit. Yeah. And then they asked her, did he say anything to you? And she mocked him. She said, Grandma, I love you. It was so creepy. I have to play the sound, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Let me see if this is it. Hold on. Did he say anything to you? Grandma, I love you. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No, no, thank you. Okay. When they asked if she checked on him, she said, I didn't care. I'm trying to do her voice. I didn't care. <laughs> okay. So she left to go enjoy her birthday. She took stuff to Denny's. <laughs> Denny's. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. That's an old person murder. <laughs> Denny's. She went to Pachanga, which is um, a casino, and she gambled for two hours. Then to her favorite copy shop. Copy. Coffee. coffee yeah she really likes coffee <laughs> yeah. she really likes going to the ups store. yeah she just, she loves a good kinko's <laughs> she doesn't even know what she's getting copied she just she just finds something she's on the sitting screen. on the coffee she machine doing her butt <laughs> right. she doesn't even know how to use the computers so they uh she was at the coffee shop until they contacted she was contacted by police after the initial batshit crazy interview, police came back in and Cynthia asked again, is he alive? When they answered no, this was her reaction. Oh. He's not. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting there like with her hands up praising Jesus. Great. Yes. Okay. Good. She's going, good, 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 good. It's fine as long as God's in your heart. <laughs> Okay, she was throwing her hands up in the air, waving them around like she just didn't care, and she was singing like she was singing hymnals at an old Southern Baptist church, right? Like God, 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 God. It was. I need to smack some healing into her. (laughs) Yeah, like you missed a day at church or so. Yeah. (laughs) Little did Cynthia know, Gerard's family was listening to her interview the entire time. They were disgusted and speechless, and then she asked again. Is he dead? And again, they said, um, ma'am, he's dead. Y'all, she started singing the praises again. Let me see if I have this one. Let me see. Hold on. Things are going to 
gonna be a, pay, a bait and switch. Okay, you ready? Are you watching? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. She was thanking the police officers over and over and trying to shake their hands. Like, it's real fucking weird. And saying, oh boy, oh boy. Did you hear that? Yeah. It was so weird. Uh, they asked her um, if she felt bad about it. And she straight up said, nope. And then they asked if she would do it again. She said, yep. Uh, like this. You ready? Feel bad about it? No. Would you do it again? Yes. <laughs> yes. <No>. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Yes. <laughs> Cynthia's family was then brought in to say their goodbyes. Her daughter Laura was almost inconsolable, saying, Oh God, Mom, why? Cynthia said, I wanted to. Do you know how fucking pissed I'd be if my mom killed Jordan? I mean First of all, my mom would never kill Jordan. I'm pretty sure if Jordan and I ever get divorced, then I don't have a mother anymore. Yeah, because she'd she's picking him. <laughs> but <laughs> So she said, I wanted to. 13 years I wanted to get him. And then she started shaking her hand saying, birthday. In this like weird ass voice, right? <laughs> At one point, Laura was crying so hard and this crazy ass bitch said, oh my God. Like she was annoyed. <laughs> Seriously, she was like, oh God. Cynthia's granddaughter was then brought in, uh, but uh, could only make it to the door. And she said, and just like this, oh, honey, come kiss me, please. And the grandmother said, or the granddaughter said, no, you killed my dad. Yeah. Like, like no as thanks. she was crying. No, thanks, grandma. Oh, honey, come kiss me, please. Uh, no, no. She even sounded like she gave the right accent to the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think that's what, she, no, you killed my dad. That's exactly what it sounded like. Before police took her in, they said, whoever you pray to, you make sure you do that. Like, basically, like, girl, you're going to need a higher power. But she interrupted them saying, I don't pray to anyone. First time I ever prayed today. The investigator said, well, what'd you pray for? She said, I hope he dies. And like, as he said that, the, the investigator was like, oh, boy. <laughs> it was funny. Okay. Walked in on that one. Yes. Oh, here's the daughter real like quick. like that. This is the daughter crying. For 13 years. Yep. It's my birthday. Yep. It's my birthday today, guys. It's my birthday. Okay, here's the um, investigator saying, what the fuck? All right, you ready? Oh, boy. Um, okay. So, it gets super weird after this, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. So, Cynthia C. DeBacco was charged with first-degree murder, which means she had planned this. Not only did she tell her daughter she wanted to get him for 13 years, she had been to the shooting range weeks prior, mm -hmm. getting her practice in. And she still missed. <laughs> Three times Three at times. point blank range. <laughs> right. The lawyers were like... Yo, she needs to be seen before this trial. But doctors found her competent. She's just, she's competent. She's just mean. Yep. And they sent her ass right to court. Um, there were a lot of character witnesses. It was a hot mess. The victim's wife, Laura, testifies for her mother. Um, no. Mm -mm. 
saying he was abusive um, and all this kind of stuff. But like, you know, I sat back and I was like, I guess that's um. okay. So if you abuse anybody that I know, mm-hmm. I will murder you. But I will do it then, not when you tell me I look ghetto. <laughs> yeah. Like my yeah. reasoning will be a little bit different than he told me I looked ghetto. Do it in it. the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the prosecution has that entire um, crazy ass interrogation video. After um, a few days, they um, going through the trial and everything, they were brought back in for the ruling. And Cynthia starts flirting with the judge. <laughs> okay, well, when you see her, like, she's... Take you to Denny's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She starts waving at him like they're good friends, and she's excited to see him. She's like this. She looks special needs. Okay, like, look at her waving. Okay, you ready? Um, what the fuck is she doing? She trying to like get a mistrial like hey yes oh my gosh oh my gosh okay so I'm gonna post that video um but her flirting doesn't help she's going down how sad mm-hmm. Cynthia Cedabaca was sentenced to um 50 years to life which okay um I feel like we've seen worse for less remember the one the forgery one or something and it was like 40 years yeah for like yeah I mean like we a bad check. We have no, um, no, like real idea of what we're doing. I mean, like, I mean, really. Realized. Yeah. I mean, I think she like it was a bad check, and they gave her forty years of course, in prison. If you went back like a hundred, two hundred years, you got killed for stealing a horse. This so. was two thousand and fourteen. I know. I'm just saying, like, we're doing a little bit better. I mean, yeah, I mean, forty years for a bad check, and then I mean, I know it's fifty to life, but like, uh, just give her life. Yeah. Well, she's not gonna make fifty. No. Um, yeah, that's probably right. Maybe 10. Yeah. Still, like, I just feel like the judge should be like, you will spend the rest of your days in prison. Goodbye. All your days in jail. Yes. And we're not in Mexican prison where you can just... Escape. Escape. Turn the light switch off. Escape. Escape. <laughs> um, okay, so you have to look up the videos. It's Shark crazy. Um, the family rags on her so bad. Like her family or his family? His family. I would, too. I mean, yeah. They're like, she's fucking nuts. Uh, and they lived in like this. She lived like had her own like suite, like not attached to the house. She had her own apartment above so the garage. A, a mother-in-law suite. Yes. And so she, she's like, I need to murder you. Yeah. Girl, you were living it up. Yeah. So yeah. she went to go live with them after she had a stroke. But like she was fine. Not fine. I mean, but like she was able to go to Denny's and stuff like that. Yeah. So you had it made. You lived there for free and yeah. went and gambled during the day. I wonder too. Just sitting here talking about she had a stroke. If yeah. That did something well, that that's did. what I, I thought mean, too. They said she's mentally competent, but at the same time, you can still you can still be like yeah. a child, if right? Was, if that was a switch of you're taking him saying something as abuse versus right, right. Um. Okay, but anyway, that's um the story of the self-proclaimed ghetto grandma, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. She called herself this. During the trial and everything. She likes to refer to herself as the ghetto grandma. I, I just, what? What? <laughs> Wait till you see the videos. Like, she's terrifying. She's terrifying looking. I think she's getting with the bloods or the crips in the prison. <laughs> you sorting hat? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, shout out to True Crime Daily. Yeah. With Chris Hansen. That's my man. 
um, actually found this on TikTok. It was like the video of the grandma saying, thank you, thank you. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Maybe that's where I saw it. Because I know I saw a video. Yeah. I popped up and I was like, oh, this is it for me. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Um, so uh, True Crime Daily TikTok where I saw this original crazy ass video and monstersandcritics.com where I found the rest of the articles. All right. So and then like some of it's on YouTube, the videos that I'll post. So don't forget to look at the videos when we post the episode. Um, yeah. And I'll probably post them she's onto creepy. Facebook. It is. I mean, I'm telling you, she's terrifying. Creepy. So that is my story. And I'm sticking to it. Uh, these are some good stories. These were good stories. Crazy grandma. I really enjoyed Gotta that. love a good old crazy grandma. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Yep. Um, we're sorry that it's taken us this long to get it out. But I have you know. my second story. I mean, I don't have it here. So I'm ready to record okay. the next one whenever. Uh, well, uh, well, the the problem is not getting the stories. The mm-hmm. problem is getting us together in the same <laughs> yeah, room yeah. to record the story. <laughs> You're right. You're but right. Congratulations on having another murder ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, guys, we hope you liked it. Yes. And if you did, please subscribe and leave us a review. Mm-hmm. on Apple Podcast or wherever I you get your yes. podcast. Yes. Um, um, have you checked those? Yeah, nobody leaves us reviews anymore. Oh, that sucks. We're just over here existing. Right? To be fair, we haven't done that. I swear anything. to God, I did it from Spence's phone. Yeah, but that was... Um, right? Yeah, like, I feel like we talked about it last time. Haley's no. husband. Yeah. Did we? No, the we didn't. The blonde-headed one is the best wife in the world. <laughs> oh, I totally did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we also had, and then I guess y'all did it all at the same time. This is an awesome, awesome podcast from Shadow OG and Rain no, and Trailer No, Rachel Park did that. Rachel and Shane did that themselves, but I made them do it. And then, okay, so yeah. Yeah. Yay. Exciting. At least there's something, right? Yeah. We just need more so that it boosts us in the thing. Um, in the, however it works. So, also, I need everybody to go to TikTok and follow us on TikTok so we can go live during some of our podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would be nice. Yeah. Um, and then we have a Facebook, just another MCAST. So, go over there and give us a like. And yep. then we also have a website, just another murdercast.com. Dot com. Where you can leave us a suggestion for a murder. And if you leave us a suggestion and we choose it, you might get a shout out. But you might, you will. Like, <laughs> we'll give you credit for saying it's murder. <laughs> yes. Don't forget to share everything as well. Um, and visit Patreon, www.patreon.com, yes. where you can select whatever tier you want to be on. It all comes with all the goodies and the... Goodies, t-shirts. We just got our mugs. Yes. Uh, I use my mug. I sent mine to Cruz because he did. You. Okay. He, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, he deserved it. Yeah. They sent mine to Cruz. Um, so the next is the t-shirt. But we have better t-shirts. You should check those out. Yes. Um, and you can find those on our Facebook as well as our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a big shout out to Candy and Emily. For, Love. For, for I've really seen, I saw Candy them. not too long ago. Did you? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Candy in a while on this earth. Um, I saw her at the Halloween thing. So she just yeah. got a promotion, right? Yes. She's she awesome. Did. Awesome. So, congratulations, Candy. Thank you, Emily. We love you guys. Emily posted a picture of her t-shirt she got, which was cool. Yes. Um, so, we so, got to send her a sticker and a card. Yes. I'm sending the sticker. You have to write on the card. Okay. So, you need to do that before you leave. Okay. Okay. Um, 
So, guys, do all that for us. At least leave some sort of view. I don't really care. Okay? At this point, I do not care. These women, how they got into my head and made me leave a review. (laughs) Okay, we love you guys. We will be back soon. I promise. Um, And Beth's going to post the bonus episode. Yes, I'm going to post the bonus episode today from last month. Mm -hmm. So, we still have to do a bonus episode for this month. Yep. We owe them. Yep. All right, and I will edit this video, I promise, within the next 48 hours. Well, it's not a video. It's an audio recording. You know. You know. (laughs) It is what it is. Okay, love you guys. Thank you so much. All right. Stay safe. Love you. Bye. Bye.